This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. We're back with our cruel summer coverage. This is season two, episode three, titled Bloody Knuckles. Um, it's me and it's Jimmy, of course. It's the Cruel Summer crew. And uh, if you're listening on our Cruel Summer feed, which only has Cruel Summer episodes, of course, we are Binchtown TV. So you can visit our Binchtown TV main feed on anything you listen on to see every episode we ever post. There's been a lot. We have about 350 episodes, all different kinds of TV shows. Anything you like, I'm sure we've hit it. Mysteries, sci-fi. So go hit subscribe. You'll never hit an ep- you'll never miss an episode. Okay. So I put a little watch list together, James, of where mm-hmm. we left off. So a few things, right? One thing I called out last episode, queer vibes. Watch list on queer vibes this episode. None. Unfortunately. Right, right. I'm not giving up on this, Isabella. And Megan, but nothing. Um, watch this on Lisa because I think Lisa is a really compelling mm, character. Hardly anything with her except for the talk no. about the ocean and the and the storm. Yeah, and who killed Luke? So we'll revisit that at the end of the episode. But last episode, I had said Brent on a whim. Of course, that was after episodes one and two. And Jimmy had an amazing theory that Luke was going to commit suicide. Isabella and Megan barged in and kind of smacked the gun away, hit him in the ear, but he had already taken the sedatives maybe. So it was kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to mm-hmm. happen no matter what. So we're at the end of the episode, after we talk through everything, we will reevaluate and see if we change our minds. on. I it. think mine's looking good from this episode. So we'll it see. Is. <laughs> yeah. But I think we can agree. This episode didn't really give us too much new information. Right. It's just setting the scene more. I think we got a lot more in the summer 99 stuff, like a lot more of the bridge that gets Isabella and Megan to be friends. Mm-hmm. But past that, I like, and we'll get to everything, but in general, like I, I like watching it, but this wasn't like a banger of an episode to me. Right. This is a show that right now, as of where we're at, I would love to binge it. Because I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun with it, especially after watching the first two in a row and it was a taste of a mini binge. I was ready to keep going. With this one, definitely stuff happened. We could talk about Jeff and and some of the stuff that goes on with him. We get some stuff for my theory. There's some stuff that's going down, but not enough where I'm happy for one week. I wish it would just be like, boom, 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 give me some more. But, I mean, that's also one of those things where if you're making me want to watch more, it's still... You know, it's still a good show. We're having fun with it. Yeah, I like the episode. I think the Jeff stuff is important. Yeah. They're planting the seeds with how Megan and Isabel became friends finally, which was good. You know, we get the whole thing with Debbie, and we've been wondering who the dad was, and now we get the dad, even though he's not really going to... He doesn't seem like he's going to be important, except for the fact that it's going to be him that, like, brings them together when she finds that he was there with the mom, and also he paid for her lawyer. He also killed Luke, so... He could he could have <laughs> killed Luke to protect his daughter. He's mad that Luke cheated on his daughter, so he killed wow. him. Wow, 
a crime of passion for something that was not even true, that would suck right. ass. Also, if you're craving more Cruel Summer content, you can visit Freeform's Cruel Summer discussion group on Facebook. Um, lots of discussion forums going on in there, and we'll be posting our episodes and things in that group. So go hit a follow there. It's just another outlet to talk about this show and the mysteries as we go week to week. Damn right. Every single time we get a chance to talk to listeners, viewers, any kind of engagement, collaboration, we always have so much fun with it. We're doing it with Silo right now, hugely, when we, we're posting on YouTube, Yellow Jacket Succession. So guys, if you have anything, first of all, you'll see us on that Freeform Cruel Summer discussion group, but also Twitter, Instagram, email, hit us up. We love to talk about this stuff. Yep, absolutely. And it's funny because in TV in general and watching it, this 42-minute Hulu show feels like nothing to me, especially yeah. after potting Yellow Jackets and Succession that were full hours. And with those, I would watch them twice in a row just because it's so dialogue-heavy and so much happening. Not that there's not here, but this is a little bit more like low and slow. And I just, I just, both of us just finished this episode. It's Tuesday after work, and it comes out Monday at 3 a.m. on Hulu, or Tuesday morning, 3 a.m. on Hulu, so... We watch it once and we get on the mic and we rock it. So if we miss things, call our asses out. We'll love it oh, if you yeah. call us out. I mean, there, there's no disrespect to this show when I say, you know, I brought it up last episode, MTV Scream. You know, it's a freeform show. It's not HBO. There's a certain quality to it. Not saying quality in a certain way where people go, oh, the acting is great. Like, no, I think all oh, that's good. But yeah, I'm not zeroing in like I am if it's, like you said, Kathleen, Succession or The Last of Us or Game of Thrones or something like that. Mm -hmm. Just right. enjoying the ride. All right. So let's enjoy it, then. Let's get into it. Let's freaking enjoy it. All right. It's the summer of 99. Um, it's a guy's only trip. And famously, year after year, it seems like Megan, who they barely think is think of as a girl, <laughs> goes. Yeah. But now Isabella is going to go too. Um, her and Luke seem to have been going on some dates, hanging out a little bit. They're not official, but whatever. Um, right. Everyone's there. All the boys that we know of. Some so we get some new names this episode, but really, Jeff Brent shows up with Parker at some point, if only for a, a little bit of the day. Have um, a sandwich. I think, yeah, I think the only point of Brent showing up was to show his relationship with Megan, and to show that like Megan and Luke have been friends their whole lives. So that obviously that comes with Brent as well. They they're like family friends too, and Brent wasn't always a douchebag like he right it seems like ever since his mom passed he's just had a like a change in personality and also just that brent and luke don't always get along right oh yeah he's like mm -hmm. okay get the fuck out of the house like right right yeah okay jeff big flirting big he's vibes. the big dog of this episode he really is he's like the new information and we can decide if we want to cut this or not or we could just say this is a bit of a spoiler, tiny dot of a spoiler, but not really after this episode. So skip 15 seconds if you don't want to hear it. And I'll be quick in the promo for the show. There's a there's a sh one second shot of Megan and Jeff kissing. She even says to him, we had our fun this last summer. So exactly. it's not a spoiler anymore. But, it was. It, you know. It was. Yes, it definitely was. It's right. a big spoiler. Cause we didn't yeah. I saw it after we recorded one and two, and I was like, oh shit. I guess people may have already known that going into the show, but I didn't know that. 
Okay. So they do a lot of like fun things in this episode, like make Megan into like horror films and slashers. And and then Isabella is a really bad shot with the gun and Megan's a great shot, like a perfect shot. They're doing things to make you be like, could these girls be cold-blooded killers or what? (laughs) Is Isabella actually a bad shot or was she faking it? I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) I really was thinking that. Mm -hmm, I was like, mm -hmm. oh, shooting the gun wrong. Teach me how to shoot. Yep, yep, is yep. A killer Bella. Is the skin of a killer Bella. Um, so the next scene, I mean, there's just a lot. Of, I don't know if you want to talk about anything leading up to the two truths and the lie, anything that, that you thought was important. No, not really. I just think okay. that with the two truths or before the two truths and a lie, we get the flirting with Jeff, we get the stuff with Brent. The other thing that is very very minuscule but brent does say if you want to get rid of the import i'm down so that's just like another thing where it could be that brent never really liked isabella i mean he obviously hits on her in episode two and she's like it's f out of my face yeah so yeah i mean otherwise really it's just the flirting with jeff isabella notices it everyone else is doing their thing yeah and then we get the two truths and a lie and it's the first time you kind of see a little bit of a bond between megan and isabella I thought she was my sleepwalking sister. Right. But this is definitely their first lie together. We see it live. Mm-hmm. And then it grows from there. And they, they go in the water. And then they ditch the house. And when they Which get Which is home, hilarious. They don't even say bye. No. That's they just insane. roll out. <laughs> and especially for like Isabella and Luke, it's just hilarious. Well, yeah. But even if Luke would be worried sick about both of them, it doesn't really make yeah. sense. And it's 1999. So it's not like shit. it's like yeah. grab the cell phone and call it. Right. No one has cell phones in 99, right? I mean, I guess they'd see the car was gone. I mean, they have cell phones because the lawyer picks up his cell phone, but I don't know if they have cell phones. Right, 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 right. Like normal people. Like, right, like, right, right. Yeah. yeah so when they show up, Debbie's kissing the dad. And I wanted, I meant to check my notes. When we see Debbie and Mr. Chambers in episodes one and two, is that in 99 summer or is it in the winter of 99? I think it's the summer of 99, right? They're together at the party, the the winter party. Winter. So they may not be. Is Debbie cheating on Mr. Chambers? Uh, I don't. I I think it's mostly they're together in the in the winter part. I wouldn't be I'm not positive. It could have been the summer part, but I know that in my head, the, th- the, s- the scenes that I'm definitely remembering are they're together during the party. Yeah. And they're together when Luke dies. It made me chuckle out loud when they were just making out on the front lawn. Yeah, I right. la- I audibly laughed. It is so corny. Like to pull up. Why? You're and they kept adults. going when the lights. I mean, you see those lights a mile away. Yeah. The lights are on them. They're just like, bunch, 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 and they don't even and care, your- man. It's your daughter's car. You didn't notice? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, well, this is like we said. It's just a plot device. Right. It's the plot device to get Megan and Isabella to bond some more. They're having a good night together because now, you know, they lied together. They fed, they bonded over the the rain together. And Mm. now Isabella's making Megan feel better. Isabella's giving up some information about how she doesn't think her parents care about her. Cut Debbie some slack, sharing some shitty candy. (laughs) <laughs> and the friendship begins. Yeah, and that's really all that happened in 99. I think summer of 99. I think you're right. The Jeff thing is the most important and, and it become it stays the most important in winter of 99. We'll get there though. So in the this is the wake of the sex tape scandal in the winter of 99. 
confirmed right away what we thought at the end of episode two. Isabella told Megan's mom about the sex tape and that it wasn't her. And Megan is big mad, but then ends up apologizing to Isabella anyway, being like, you know, you are my ride or die. They have the ride or die Mm. conversation. God forbid. So they're okay at this point. But everything is still really, really sensitive in this timeline. (laughs) Like Megan doesn't even want Luke to like kiss her in public or be around her. It's so messy. It's so and her messy. sister's there and, and the sister apparently can't know anything, even though everyone in town talks. But I don't know. The sister's supposed to be old enough to to realize what's going on, I would say. Yeah. Megan's sister would have been at that party, but maybe not. Maybe it was just for like I don't 18 know. and older. I don't know. Who's to say? Sheriff and Luke have a moment in the office, which is interesting because it's one of the few moments we actually like the sheriff in this episode. Yeah. I think he's really our villain, like, or not our villain, but quote unquote villain because he's the good guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's all about the POV and yeah. uh, sweet moment because Luke works it there and, you know, gives him some words of encouragement. But then that, I don't know if that specifically is what make Luke, makes Luke get the tapes and bring it to the sheriff's office. But damn, that's ice cold. Yeah. That is, especially he, knowing who his dad is, ice cold. Six tapes. I mean, I guess we're supposed to just assume that it's, I mean, is this, so these are tapes. These are like sex tapes, I'm guessing. Obviously, he says there's underage girls and stuff. But is it more tapes of Megan or Isabella? Or is it just him taping people in general, like he said in the earlier episodes when he said, Oh, she likes it when I tape her, like that kind yeah. of stuff. Because what does that have to do with anything? It, unless he's just trying to say, hey, like my brother tapes other girls, so maybe he was the one who did the tape for the party. Here you go. I just don't see the point. Yeah, I think this is their way of establishing Luke in a way where it's like, oh, now Brent has motive. And yeah. now, you know, they're trying to make people mad at him in front of us. I And I also think he just wanted him to be punished, right? He was mad... That Brent did that. He really thinks Brent is the one. I'm not fully convinced that Brent is the one. You are the one who said Isabella is the one who released the tape. But yeah, it's like you ruined me and my girlfriend's relationship. We were good. And now you embarrass me in front of the whole town. I think he genuinely was like, he needs to be punished for this. It is narc behavior, but Brent also sucks. Yeah. So I I don't think he (laughs) I just don't know if I take take it to the cops, but I know it's a small town and you're just, you know, it's your role model guy you know he's the sheriff and you work with him but still i know and the the sheriff seems a little bit messy right i mean daddy chambers rolls off five things that that he has on the sheriff being like well what about when i did this 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 these and those and mm-hmm, the sheriff's mm-hmm. like all right i'll go fuck myself that's why the sheriff did say when he talked to luke he said i made my fair share of mistakes and i had to say my apologies right then we get luke and his dad and this is brutal i couldn't even imagine having a parent like this we can't yeah. relate we really can't no, we can't the De- delta sierra dipshit story and like him being like brent would never humiliate the family like you like intentionally humiliate the family like you did it's like right. okay relax like luke's dad obviously always interacts with the kids in like a business demeanor like everything yeah. they do is like a business transaction and they're just trying to like earn his love almost, I feel. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe we're just seeing Daddy Chambers in a bad light and the kids are acting up. 
because I didn't truly get that vibe from him in the beginning, but I'm starting to get the vibe that it's like, if you embarrass the family, you're fucked. Like any little mess up you do, you're fucked. And it was probably instilled on them as a kid. I don't know. But I did see a, a theory online being like Luke released the tapes on purpose knowing it would ruin his future in business because he doesn't want to be in business <laughs> i was like that's wow, a little that's fucking a, extreme going to some lengths man <laughs> i don't want to go to college for business so i'm just gonna ruin my life it was very telling we see steve daddy chambers put the sheriff in his place brent kind of laughs about it the dad puts brent in his place like i said it's kind of weird that luke went to the cops but Obviously, Brent deserves to get owned in some way because it is creepy as shit and it's and it is illegal what he was doing. Like you said, it gives more of a motive to Brent because now Brent's pissed at Luke. He throws him up against the fridge. He does the whole, oh, well, if it isn't you, then maybe it's your little side piece. Mm. Which one's the side piece, Megan or Isabella? I guess Isabella, he thinks. But um, that goes back to the whole thing where if he thinks it's Isabella, then he didn't tape them because he would have known it was Megan on the tape. Yeah. I took it like he's talking about Isabella. And earlier in the episode, he says, if you want to get rid of the import, I'm down with it. I just think that, you know, this is another thing that's kind of bringing us to the point where he doesn't like Isabella and he probably won't throughout the show. Mm. Yeah, I think that where we were at last episode debating, like, what was up with the tape, I think we were on the right track. I think there's either two tapes, one with Megan, one with Isabella, or they were... They don't know how many tapes there are, but he was banging both of them. I, I don't know. It's it'll we so, need more information. This episode didn't give us much in that sense at all. No, I, I mean, I like the whole maybe they are in an open relationship. So, yeah, one or the other on the tape doesn't matter. But it also does kind of make sense. It is looking like Luke and Isabella are going to be together enough where it could have been them and Megan can't really get mad because it could it could have been a tape from when they were together before oh. Megan. Yeah. You know, they should have they so, should have tried that before. They should have pitched that from the start. I don't know. We'll see because right now we're get we're at the point where the boys are joking like, oh, is that your girlfriend? That's your girlfriend. And then Megan says like, what are you two? Are you guys official and stuff? It just seems like they're going to get far enough in the relationship where maybe if Megan sees a sex tape, she's like, oh, that sucks. But I mean, you guys were together first and I took them. Yeah. Unless for some reason they end like next episode, because Brent does ask if he's going to seal the deal with the importer and with whatever, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they're trying to tell us they have not consummated right. this relationship. So I could see them not making it that much further. Cause like, how does it, how does he date her all summer? And then all of a sudden date, Megan all fall or whatever it yeah. seems to be. What I mean, we have to have a whole time where Jeff and Megan are, are together enough. I mean, she yeah. says we had a fun summer together. Right. So for all we know, we have a whole summer of Isabella and Luke, Megan and Jeff, and then sometime in the end of the summer and the fall, Luke and Megan get together, which that whole thing is going to be weird because if it's not an open relationship kind of thing or Kathleen, like you said, if there's not some kind of like well, I guess open relationship would be like the three of them are together or whatever. But if that's not a thing, then how does Megan and Isabella be like, cool, we're good, right? Like, you don't know who broke know. up with who and how did it get to Megan? It's just, it's definitely going to get messy unless it's like they decide together, hey, let's all three of us be together. And then obviously that makes sense if, you know, Megan wouldn't be pissed because if 
Isabel and Luke are doing it, then it's fine. She already knows about it. I think this whole thing makes way more sense if Isabella and Megan are also kissing each other. Right. Like, it's a... Yeah, yeah. it's an open relationship. Yeah, like a... just a thruple, you know? Thruple. Yes. But anyway... Jeff's being a big dip of dick about the tapes. He comes in and starts taunting the little sister or them in front of the little sister. Um, obviously, her and Jeff had something. He mentions it. He says, I know your laugh. I know that's not Isabel on the tape. Like, I don't care if we didn't see her face. Like, good on him. Like that. Yeah. Um, and so There's nothing worse than a, a young, lovesick kid who thinks he was wrong, man. His away message was probably freaking yeah. subtweeting like crazy. The lyrics <laughs> of some emo song. Right. All all up on Megan saying, I wish you <laughs> whatever. But yeah, he's he's not happy. No. And then they threaten him in the parking lot, which is our first another in the in 99. We got the first taste of them lying in this one. We get the first taste of them threatening someone, blackmailing someone mm-hmm. um, about where he got the money for his camera equipment. Only I guess Megan told Isabella. Maybe she didn't. But Megan has this information. And she's ready to use it. She's like, listen, bitch, I don't want to use it, but back the fuck up, okay? This is yeah. none of your business, all right? So we'll see how far her and Jeff actually go in the summer. Was it just like a quick fling, or were they like fully dating and she fucks him over or something? We'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, you know that Jeff talks bad on Luke during this part. Now, it even though he's doing the whole like, you know, Luke cheated on you and blah, blah, blah. You picked the wrong guy. It did seem more like him and Luke probably aren't good either way. Yeah. So I feel like obviously Isabella and, and Megan are fine after the Luke breakup, but I don't think Jeff and Luke are going to be okay. And we have yeah. some sketchiness. Something that Jeff's doing is sketchy and he's getting a lot of money so he could buy his camera equipment. They're just adding another suspect. It makes sense now. They threatened him last episode. Isabella was like, this is freaking Jeff, man. This is Jeff. And we were like, where is she freaking getting that? Well, now we're starting to understand that Jeff's upset because he was with Megan and blah, blah, blah. What if wherever Jeff got this money is like somehow what Megan is into in the in the third timeline that we saw in previous episodes with like dealing money and stuff? He's not like a computer guy, but it could all some sort of like dark I mean, he's a tech guy. He might deal. be a computer guy. We don't know. I mean, we really yeah. don't know anything yet. So they could come together with like, he's like, this is how I got this money. And she's like, oh, I literally have to do that. My family needs money. So yeah. they could be working together in that way, too. Like they could be dating, but also she could just be like using him for a money thing as well. Who knows? Or it could honestly be. So we get that she's doing that in the third timeline. It could honestly be that she knows about it because they were dating She's using it as blackmail and she goes into it later. Yeah. You know, she after the whole Luke stuff and after shit's hitting the fan, she needs some money and she goes into it later because she has her opening because I don't think she would be into it now because he would just be like, oh, you're blackmailing me. Well, you did it, too. I'll just blackmail you right back. True. You know, so I feel like she gets into it, but it does make sense. I mean, he's her entrance into whatever the hell is going on with the the money and the coding or whatever. I agree. Okay, summer 2000, baby. It's the millennium. Um, mm-hmm. The wake of... <laughs> motives are incidental, James. No, I was just going to say that. 
The wake of Luke's death. So the sheriff shows up to Megan's house and tells Debbie with there's a lot of like Megan listening in this episode from like different rooms. Oh, while, yeah. the, while people talk the gun that was sh- shot Luke's ear mm-hmm. <laughs> was registered yeah. to Steve Chambers, Daddy Chambers, three pairs of prints, Luke's, Isabella's, Megan's. Easy alibi. They used it last summer. Now, I don't know anything about Prince. Maybe they do stay How for long that they long. last, and yeah. Well, first of all, they use a rifle, and then they use the pistol. And that's what I was paying attention to, because the pistol's the thing that the three of them touch. Because yeah. when the scene starts where they have the gun out, the the rifle, whatever, it's one of the other ones holding it. I don't know which guy it is, but it's not Luke, and it's not the girls. But then... Isabella has the pistol. She pretends like she doesn't know what she's doing and she points it around and he's like, whoa, whoa, don't do that. And he teaches her how to do it. And then Megan grabs it, shoots it. So that's the one. I I don't know how fingerprints work either, but, you know, it seems pretty good with my theory why all three hands would be on that gun recently. I totally agree. Thought the same thing that they're all just like, hey, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Fumbling over the gun when Luke's getting yeah. ready to, to commit suicide. Don't know how... I, did you watch the trailer for the next episode? Because it goes right yeah. into it. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, there's stuff where Isabella and Megan are saying, like, they figured out our lie, and Megan's like, which lie? I mean, it seems like they get into a lot of sketchy shit. And I yeah. do think that, generally, I agree with what you said in the first episode, pod episode, where you said, like, they probably did some sketchiest shit around the same time he actually died, and they're not really the ones who had anything to do with it. Yeah. But, I mean, I still like the theory that, you know... He was going to kill himself. They they fumble over the gun. It shoots. It goes off by his ear. I don't really know how, like, he falls into the water and they just let him drown. I don't know any anything about that. Yeah. But, yeah. Or, you know, he goes to shoot himself. He's sedated. He dies. And they're like, whatever they the were water. doing, they were like, we were here. We're ne- They're never going to believe us. We got to get rid of the body. Yeah. I mean, for all we know, it could be whatever... Megan's doing with the sketchiness and the guy, the coder guy still hasn't been brought up again. And he's the eighth best coder in the world. And he's been brought up with his gun shooting into the, the wilderness for some reason. So maybe he's there too, but he didn't touch the pistol and I, you know, whatever we could just make bullshit up all day. But I do like the fact that, yeah. Okay. When they see the guy shooting Megan and Luke, were they at the cabin they were okay yeah. so they do bring him up this episode they're like they're like oh yeah he's the one who shoots anybody yes, at any time yes, that's yes, brent yes. yeah yeah so they brent just want to like... say yeah that's true so brent does say i'm here to make sure you have you don't steal any wood and whatever that guy's name is will shoot anyone for any reason so yeah. okay yeah all right well that's another thing to keep on in mind yeah another red herring i think i i think he'll be involved somehow but Again, I don't think he's the one that killed, but we'll get there. I just want to let you know, and I, I didn't bring this up earlier, when we were talking about the, the the boys' trip, how about Jeff talking about the introduction to the Blair Witch product, product love that. before it gets... Yeah, I was loving mm-hmm. that. And obviously, our girl likes Halloween, but um, Blair cool. Witch Project before when it's like getting hyped up and they think it's real. I mean, I remember back then, people thought it was like a real documentary and people were freaked out. So it was yeah. pretty cool that they were talking about that. Agreed, and I just love shit like that. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. So enter Jenna, the reporter. It's giving yeah. MTV Scream. It's giving 
Jamie Chung's character yep. in Dexter, New Blood. New Blood. Mm-hmm. She was a podcaster, but still uh, reporters, yeah. podcasters, people who are like, but she was so lame in the way she's oh, yeah. like, oh, it's a bad week week to uh, vacation here, huh? It's like, go yeah. fuck herself. Bad. So yeah. bad. I pour my coffee on her food, too. Agreed. Rebecca, the lawyer. This is this is Isabella's lawyer. And she seems like a fixer, you know, like I think she's definitely a lawyer, but it seems like since they're diplomats, it's more than that. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. There's all Agreed. kinds of stuff they have to do. Um, mm-hmm. So she knows that the about the prince. Isabel's like, we each touched that gun last summer. Like, who cares? That's not even anything. And um, she tells her it wasn't her in the tape. And they talk about, like, the fallout of that. And then the biggest thing from this conversation is Isabel is like, why don't we just go for diplomatic community and get the fuck out of Dodge? And she's like, not with what happened at St. Bart's last summer. So I think Lisa is dead as fuck. She's (laughs) She's super dead. dead. Like, dead dead as hell. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about it last episode. There's some sketchy shit going on with Isabella. She's hiding a lot. This is just proof that something went down in her past already. Yeah, you know, it's already being brought up and proven. So Isabella doesn't have the best track record. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't know how these shows work. I don't know how surface level they want to be. I don't know how in their face, in your face, they want to be. I didn't see season one. I mean, it seems like they're trying to tell me. Isabella's another red herring because they're kind of just like throwing like you got some problems, girl. Like, you know, like you got some yeah. problems that that we don't feel like taking care of, meaning like, yeah, you caused some problems here. Red herring, though, and it's going to be someone we don't guess. I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking of how they twist and turned it in season one, and I feel like it could really be anything like it could be yeah. the obvious choice and the non-obvious choice at the same time type deal. Right. Um. Okay, next, Mr. Chambers, Daddy Chambers shows up with a casserole because people are probably yeah. just giving him a thousand of them. He knows about the fingerprints. He seems okay about it. But the sketchy thing is that someone cleaned had cleaned the cabin recently, and that's where we were wrong. I think we just didn't realize it was the cabin for some reason. Did you realize he like- No, I died? thought we said it was the cabin. I didn't. Did we say I was that like, that's what she was cleaning? I was just like, what is she, where is she cleaning? Like, I I didn't know oh, where no, I she know was the cleaning. Cabin. No, yeah. I didn't. But it makes sense now that, like, but still, why is she cleaning it now? Why didn't she go back before? Right. Yeah. Maybe she didn't even know he was dead. I mean, they're not acting like they didn't know he was dead. They, they're acting like they did know. But it yeah. could be that they weren't sure. Like, he, they just think he was missing for, or like, they thought he was missing this whole yeah, time but they didn't have her because again like it's that. it's months it's months yeah. and she's just leaving blood on the floor it could be yeah. it could be nothing it could literally be that they killed a deer and brought it in and they're just like we don't want anything to look like blood because in 99 who knows any blood who, what about dna and blah, blah blah i don't know how that worked in forensics in 99 maybe they were just scared because they just don't want to look like they did anything they did something but yeah. they just don't want it to look like they did that I don't know. Yeah. I mean, cleaning afterwards, I'm like, rookie mistakes. Like, figure this out. They could tell. Burn the house down. Burn that cabin (laughs) down. (laughs) For real. Quite literally. Shout out to Dexter Newblood. They they burned the cabin down in that. So Yeah, they did. We love that show. 
Um, we covered it. Go check it out. So um, Megan's lawyers are being paid for by daddy's money. And she was not happy about that. We find out about that before we see her making out with him. Mm, so to right. me, when this scene happened, I was like, oh, she really like this. Debbie was like, oh, you know, last straw. I have to do this. Like, I, I what am I going to yeah. do? Let her go down and have a shitty like townie lawyer. But no. I, Megan made it seem like it's been forever because Debbie was like, I haven't asked for anything of him in 12 years. Literally, my note says, seems like he's been out of their lives for 12 years, but it's obviously not true because they, she right. just saw them making the out. The mom's a liar about it. Yeah. The mom's secretly with him here and there doing whatever because she loves him and for whatever reason he left. But at some point she gets with daddy. <laughs> yeah. Daddy Chambers. And who knows if, you know, everyone's got a secret in this town so who knows we still don't even know what she's sick with they hardly even brought that up but i had to do a double take like when megan and isabella show up and the light goes on the two of them meaning debbie and her dad for a second i thought that was going to be the introduction to debbie and daddy chambers getting mm. it on and mm. that was going to be like oh gosh we wanted to keep it a secret whatever and like it was going to be like the the introduction kind of like an MTV screen when she walks down and finds the sheriff with her yeah. mom. So, you know, God, it's, I just so thought so many MTV be... screen comparisons yeah. to this. I thought it was literally just going to be like, oh, this is how it started and this is how we found out. But, you know, it adds a little bit of a wrinkle it being the dad. And like you said, Megan says, you know, 12 years, I haven't needed them. You promised me you weren't going to do this or do that. Now she knows that six months or four months ago they, they were kissing but I guess the mom probably promises I'll never see, see him again and they'll have a talk and whatever. But yeah, yeah um, I just think that everyone has secrets and probably the mom was seeing the dad on the side and just and the dad didn't want it to be serious. But the mom loved him. So she allowed it to be what it was, but just didn't want to tell the kids. Uh, for one second, I thought it was Billy Riggins, like the actor who plays <laughs> Billy Riggins. It fully was not. I would have loved that. Doesn't even look like him. But like the stockiness of him when he, when they first yeah. kind of like. Oh, I would have been totally the, like, in. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I would have been like, why do you break up with Billy Riggs for for Daddy Chambers? Come on. Right? right. I don't even know if Billy is. I haven't seen him in anything since Friday Night Lights, but okay. Yeah, I don't know. So, sheriff interrogation on both girls. So, we'll start with Megan. And the question for Megan is, when's the last time you saw Luke? And she says, we left just after midnight. We parked near the beach and I dropped him off later at his house. And then couple they have the later. camera. What'd you say? What were, a couple hours later. What were couple they doing? hours later? <laughs> Watching the sunset or what? Or the sunrise? Or killing. Or killing. Again, 1999. Maybe you're not assuming that there's going to be cameras. I'm literally assuming there's cameras everywhere in my freaking life. Like yes. I'm, I'm like walking down my own hallway, and I'm like, "Yo, is someone watching me." Like, yeah. Same. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I don't know if she's just being stupid, or it's really supposed to be a surprise to her that there's cameras for security at the house. But that's a big, a big screw up on our girl. Leave it to daddy to have fucking cameras. He's too rich. You can't assume rich, he doesn't. Yeah. Anyone else? No, wait. Debbie has cameras. She's not used to it because they can't afford cameras. But daddy yeah, has true. cameras. Um, So that's brutal for our girl. I don't know how you get 
away from that. Maybe be like, I didn't drop him off right in front of the house. I dropped him off and he walked. But the then he just flat. never shows up, you know, like yeah. that's the that's what he's, you know, because the sheriff says no car, but also no Luke. So don't you know, he doesn't say this, but he's basically saying, don't tell me you dropped him off down the street. Yeah. Be like, I don't so, know what Luke did when I dropped him off. He could have just ran the other way for all I know. <laughs> he could have just freaking ran to Isabella. Yeah, exactly. Who's to say? I don't know. Not looking good for a girl. And then do we do we know where this party was? No. So this is a Christmas party. And then a week later is a New Year's party. And we don't know where the party was. Okay, so a week within a week, all this shit hits the fan. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't know. And, And maybe maybe Luke and Isabella and Megan, you know, they're in their open relationship. Maybe they already start getting a little sketchy. With doing something illegal, Luke doesn't seem like doing an illegal kind of guy, though. But right. maybe they do something together, and it's and that's part of why Luke doesn't come home, and it's separate. I don't. Yeah, I, you're right. Maybe Luke was Luke dies by accident in something that the three of them were doing. You're right. It could be right. fucking anything. It's like yeah. we just have to throw all of our theories at the wall and hope one comes close. That's it. That's all we got. Yeah. Because again, if we're saying it's the night of the party and everyone's saying that they looked good the night of the party, Luke would have literally had to leave the party, do his drugs that you know made him be okay with doing yeah. what he had to do. Uh, yeah, it's just I don't know. I don't know. Agreed. And then the last thing is Isabella gets asked you haven't been to the cabin since last summer. Then why did we find your bag in the crawl space in the with cabin? Some with some in it. With cash monies. Yeah, with what's up with stacks. that? That seems like something that was planted by somebody else. I was like writing her defense for her. For her, I'm like, that's not my bag. Or like, I would have been like, yeah, that's my bag. I would have been like, like, yo. Well, first of all, I would have been like, yo, last summer, it was supposed to be boys night and the girls were sleeping over and then we freaking went home and I didn't even go inside to get my bag. I mean, it, it, it. He did say it was stashed and stuff, but I would say I've been looking for that bag. Thank you yeah, for finding like, it. I, thanks for finding my quiche. Someone took it yeah. from me. I think I that know. one's fine. I think Megan's fucked. I think uh, Isabella's fixer. Rebecca is like easy. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, nothing, brother. So yeah, that's the episode. Couple cliffhangers. I hope four comes out with a bang. This is ten episodes. Yeah. I feel like. I'm not I, I'm not jumping the gun here, but like I feel like eight would be more appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe ten. Listen, they fun. could blow our minds with how in depth it gets. Yeah. True. We have plenty for how we get from Isabella and Luke to Megan and Luke. Maybe Megan, Isabella, and Luke. Yeah, yeah. It seems like, you know, that week between the party and the party where Luke disappears. Who knows what can happen in that week? We already got to like the next day or two after the initial party because that's where Jeff is being mean and he gets blackmailed. And then, you know, obviously there could be anything in the in the summer before she goes to college or whatever, if she's still going to college. But the summer 2000, there's still plenty, but it really would have to be some kind of intricate like they're doing a lot of sketchy shit to fill 10 episodes. And I I mean, I'm in if that's what it is. I think I might be. Maybe we're taking it way too surface level. I mean, it could be. Maybe we are just saying 
you know, tunnel vision on, you know, oh, they did something sketchy, Luke died, and that's it. I mean, it could be interwoven with a million things. It's true. And and listen, Cruel Summer season one was 10 episodes, and it was compelling. I think I do remember being like, if that was eight episodes, it'd be perfect. <laughs> yeah. You know, I feel like I vaguely remember saying that on the pod, but I can't remember exactly. Part of me wants to right. quickly re-binge season one, so I have that in my brain, but... I probably won't, but right. it was good. You you should maybe because you've never yeah, seen. Yeah, I'll I'll probably watch it at some point. It's 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 pretty compelling. I like it. I I love a missing girl story. Yeah, I mean, if you didn't if you didn't like it, then you wouldn't have told me to watch season two. So Correct. we wouldn't be covering this right now. Okay, and here's our game show. Who killed Luke? Quick quick thing. I think our overarching theory is that. Isabella and Megan were doing something bad. They didn't really hurt Luke is one thing, right? But last week, I said Brent quite literally with nothing to back it up. And then James said the suicide, like we said earlier, suicide. Mm-hmm. They they walk in, misses it, hits clips the ear, but he already took the sedatives. What happens after that? We don't know. How do you end up in the water? Right. Beats us. So I'm going to let you go first since I went first last time. What is your new theory or do you hold? I think I'm holding. So it's either going to be like my theory is staying what I what you just said. You know, shit's hitting the fan for him. He's having a bad week. Um, He takes the sedatives. (laughs) He's having a bad week, man. His life is ruined. He takes the sedatives. He's going to do the thing. And, you know, the girls walk in on him. Maybe even honestly, like maybe he went to the cabin to do the thing and they were going there to do something totally different sketchy. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that's where they meet to do their workings where with the, the coder guy and, and yeah. they walked in on it by chance. They wrestle with them. Gun goes off, hits him in the ear. And then somehow he's I love it. I-, <laughs> I love it. That's good. Okay, I'm going to say Daddy Chambers now. I'm changing from Brent. Now that Brent has motive, okay. I'm like, I'm out. It's it's yeah. it's Daddy Changer- Chambers for being embarrassed of his kid. I'm really buying into yours. I'm li- really liking yours. But by the end, I'll have named every character so that I could be like, yeah, I said him. I got this shit. Yep. Throw the darts. Some, one of them's going to be a bullseye. All in all, this episode was basically like men suck in this yeah. world. Like the deadbeat dad. Daddy Chambers is a dick to Luke um, and even to Brent, like in the car, like kind of like grabbing him by the neck. Brent's a creep. Mm. Jeff's a dick. The dad, you know, everybody. It's like there's no one, no one good in this show, but I like them all still. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like them all still. We'll see. We'll see how it ends. But um, okay. Any parting shots? The only thing is the trailer I looked at, I try not to bring that up during the pod. But, you know, there's there's a scene where it seems like it's getting into like Debbie's trying to say, you you don't believe that. Right. About the girls. So and then he's meaning Daddy Chambers is like, you tell me. And he, st- he starts getting more defensive. That, yeah. So that okay. could either be shit starting to get more on the lines of they actually did it. Or like you said, it could have been Daddy Chambers and he's trying to push it somewhere else. Yeah. But yeah. Otherwise, you know, I'm enjoying it. You know, I wish I could binge it, but we'll be back for next week. Word. And I'd be remiss. I can't believe I didn't mention this in the last episode. Just like one of the greatest songs of all time. Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift. So I'll end the pod with that. So I'll just say. It's a cool summer (laughs) with you.
Okay, so that's our episode three podcast. We'll be back with episode four. I wish they were dropping two at a time. I liked the yeah, one and two, um, but we'll be back with episode four. Again, smash the subscribe button on both the Cruel Summer feed and our Binge Down TV main feed. We recently covered Succession and Yellow Jackets and Mandalorian and The Last of Us. And Silo is our big one right now. Uh, it's so good on Apple TV. It's mm-hmm. season one based off a book series. Um, James is leading that one with friend of the pod, T-Money, Tyler. They got Hugh Howie, who is the creator of the book series, the author. Um, so good. Such a good interview. So go check it out. They covered all seven episodes so far. Episode eight drops this weekend. Um, you're not behind. You just have to quickly binge it and then go listen it. to their coverage because that shows quite the mind fuck a little bit once oh, you start yeah. getting into theories. So it's nice to have some supplemental content for that one for sure. Um, but yes, hit subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. Uh, that's at Binge on TV on Twitter and Instagram. Binge on TV.com yeah. <laughs> is our website. Everything's laid out nice. Jimmy made our website. It's beautiful. You can see and search for every show we've ever covered. Um, and then, you know, we're on every streaming service. You know, send us emails, send us tweets, send us DMs. We love it. Binge on TV at gmail.com. We love it. Anyway, we love you guys. We are Binge Town TV, and thanks for listening. It's a cool summer <laughs> with you. I'm drunk in the back of the- You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 